Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. This episode of Running a Dream, the podcast is proudly brought to you by Run Detroit. Run Detroit is Detroit's specialty shop for all things running and walking. Located in the Midtown neighborhood, they provide weekly run groups, track workouts, shoe fittings, and advice for runners and walkers of all levels. Please visit their store located at 441 West Canfield Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. And for more information, visit their website at www.run-detroit.com and see why we love Run Detroit. Welcome to this weekend's episode of Running the Dream. We have an awesome guest that's going to be speaking to you by the name of Michael Stone of the famous Stone Steppers in Detroit. You all are going to really enjoy his story of his run life and how he started running. We also want to remind everyone that at Run Detroit store, there is some things waiting on the first person to get over there. And say, running the dream, the podcast. Nobody picked it up last week because everybody thinks somebody must have got it already. No, you got to change your thinking to change your life. And say to yourself, that's for me. I need to go over there and pick up this particular item. And go get it because it is a real nice water bottle. It retails for like $30. Awesome. 16 ounces. And you get the Noon tablets, which is awesome. They are very good for hydration. I want you all to know that we're about to start a book club. Yes, we are about to have Running the Dream, the book club. Each month, I'm going to be reading a book. I'm going to be inviting each one of you to read a particular book with me. And then we can expound on it and you can go over to our site and say what you liked about the book and give different ideas. But the key of the thing is we need to educate each other in our art of running, of endurance workouts, of endurance meals, superfoods, but everything that involves health. I'm going to stick with health books. So we are going to have a wonderful time. That's our new add-on we're doing with Running the Dream. I am excited about it. I'm just happy. Matter of fact, you guys, this coming weekend, I will be going up to Marquette. I will be in Marquette on the 18th, and I will be running the Marquette 50K, which is going to be an awesome run. I'm going to enjoy telling you all about it, how I've climbed all of these mountain peaks and descended and had a wonderful time. And I'm sure I'm going to meet a lot of new athletes up there because that's what I do. I love going up to people I don't know and introduce myself and find out what ticks them, what keeps them doing what they do, what makes them a 
a runner? What makes them a swimmer? What makes them a biker? What is it that takes you and say, hey, I'm going to go and go and go and go and take it to the next level and go from glory to glory to glory and keep going to different heights. It's going to be wonderful, you guys. So y'all just sit back, relax, enjoy this episode and keep tuning in to Running the Dream, the podcast, because we got a lot going on and we're just, just touching the surface of all of this. You guys be blessed and prosperous. And listen and enjoy the show. Oh, this is your host, Lucia Boyd. And today I'm I'm kicking it outside. I'm down in the what's this Midtown New Center area. I'm kicking it with Coach Michael Stone of the Stone Steppers. We right outside of Avalon Cafe and Biscuit Bar, which is right next door to the um, fitness. What is that called again? My Henry Clay Ford Fitness Center. Here Fitness we, Works. Fitness Works. Beautiful location in Detroit. If you haven't been in Midtown Detroit, in the Midtown um, New Center Park, you need to come over and just relax and, and enjoy it over here. So this, this right here, Avalon, this is my first time seeing this one, the Biscuit Bar, because usually downtown runners and um, walkers, no, scratch that. Run Detroit. Run Detroit on Saturday. Uh-huh. We meet at 8 o'clock okay. over at the store. Run Detroit. Right there. Right. Yeah, right. Um, down right here. Yep, yeah. yep. You know, and it'll either do three miles, six miles, or ten miles. Okay. You pick your poison. Saturday's a long run, though, isn't it, new? Yeah, depending on if you got one on the table. <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday, I got 12 miles on the table. Okay. So I'm supposed to be doing 12. And then um, today I got seven, I got six Friday, then I got 12. I'm, is that what you typically do for a long run? Well, I'm, I'm doing something new i never done before. I'm, I'm on um, week five of the Hanson's Method. Okay. I've read their whole book and everything, so I'm trying to do their do they method thing, which is basically you're running a lot of miles, but you're doing them slower, like a minute slower than your, you know, your regular pace. So I'm kind of been trying to focus in on. So far, I've been on on point with it. Okay, but, uh, you know I've always followed Galloway. Galloway, and Galloway's claim to fame. He liked a lot of slow miles. Okay, good. But he liked the long run to go up to 26 or 28. 26 or 28, 30. Woo! In the day, I always did oh, 30. Okay. We'd meet at Bell Avenue at like six in the morning, and we'd have different people come out. Have your cousin come out at, you know, 7. Okay. Somebody else come out at 8. We know other people are only going to run one loop. Right. We right. run five or six loops. Around Belle Isle. Around Belle Isle. So, so we get 30 miles in. Wow. Because that's six miles if you go around to that. Um, 5.6 5. miles. 5.6. Okay. And then you can doctor it up, you know, do different right. things. You right. go out to the point. Yeah, I do. Over to the lighthouse. The lighthouse. You go to the lighthouse. Like, and yeah. then the trail back behind. Yeah, like, I love that. Yeah. I love the lighthouse. But um, Galloway always said, he said, keep all the runs easy, your weekend long run, 26, 28. He said, everybody's hitting the wall at 20 because 20 is the long run. That's the standard long run. He said, make it 26 or 28. You won't hit the wall until the race is over, you know. (laughs) So I've been doing that. How'd that been working out for you? It's good because you get a different gear. 
you get a gear when you don't feel like you can go on, you still have a gear. Wow, that's sweet. And a lot of the guys, a lot of my teammates, younger, some of them are faster. Well, they're in the marathon, around mile 20, they've got a fast pace, and then they don't have enough of the gears, and they just say, well, I'm gonna just walk. And if you walk for a mile or two, your time is gone. Yeah, your time, you lose it. I've got that slow gear, and so I'm, I'm, I start out maybe at a 8.30 and around 16 or 18, I might drop down to a 9 and maybe I drop down to a 9.15. But even when I get to mile 24, I've got a 10-minute mile, mile per minute gear. Right. I can run that 10 or 10.30. Right. And even in a 50K, I still can pull out that 10.30. Maybe I have to go down to 11 in a 50K. Okay. But still, I, I've got a pace where I feel comfortable. You're not hitting that wall. Well, you may hit the wall, but the wall just slow you down a little bit. Okay. I don't have to walk. Okay. And that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. You want to avoid that. Yeah. But I like that ultra long run, and so we run. We end up running three times around Kensington. So we get that in once or twice a year. And that'll give you about 26 right there. Yeah, so, no doubt, yeah, no doubt. Because so. that's usually like eight. Eight point something. Yeah, eight point something. I love Kensington, all them hills. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I've been doing Galloway's going back until the uh, 80s, mid-80s or so. Oh, for real? Because during that time, another thing we did, Galloway used to say do 10 one-mile intervals at tempo pace. So I'd be doing 10 miles at about a 620 pace, you know? Okay. And uh, then, you that was like 10? two weeks before, 10 one-mile intervals. Wow. One mile each. And so then I would do, so do that. So you jog or you walk in between each mile? In between, you just sort of rest, stand around. Stand around and then wait. Wait a couple minutes. A couple minutes. Then okay. you're gone. Bam. A couple minutes. But that's been discredited since then. Because okay. people are saying, we used to do that like two weeks out. Okay. okay. And then long run about three weeks out. Now people are saying that's not enough time to recover. So now about five weeks out, you have your heart. I have my heart this week. Okay. And that might be my longest run, you know. So uh, they saying you need more, more time to recover. Yeah. Okay. So Typically, they're saying, when they for, saying taper. Yeah, the taper is okay. the, the most people are saying that's pretty important now, okay. if you're getting a lot of miles. Now I always tell people if you're not running that many miles, you don't have to taper. If you're running 30 <laughs> miles a week, you don't have to taper. <laughs> <laughs> that's your long run. I feel you. I feel you. But if you're running 65, 70 miles a week. Right. And in the day, I was running 75, 80. I wasn't competing. I was in the top 100, okay. maybe the top 50 That's good. overall. That's good. And, uh, and that was in my 40s and 50s and like that age-wise. Right. I was still in, my, in the top 50 in the group. But uh, so at that time, I was running 65, 70, maybe 75 miles a week like that. Wow. Yeah, man. You... Doug Curtis was in my age group, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, oh, I wasn't getting no age group wins back then. Oh yeah, you had Doug Curtis in your age group yeah. back in the '80s. Yeah. Oh man, he was killing them in the '80s. Man. Doug was killing them. I was looking at his record. He, I asked him one time for his record, and he literally gave me all of his runs, man, all the countries, everything he was running. Yeah. And them times was just remarkable, man. He got, he had the world record 
for the most consecutive marathons won under two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Now, yeah. he held that record for like 30 years. Yep. Yeah. It just got broke this year. This this guy, this uh, Japanese guy or something, yeah. And he, he's going to, I talked to Doug. He won. Curtis. He won some yeah. marathon that was slow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he won. He actually won. He won in Boston, he was, Yeah, he was, people were never expecting it because it was so bad in oh, Boston. Oh, for real? Yeah, people said he's not that fast. But this guy, he's got endurance, man. and he recovers, yeah. and that's what Doug had. His lactic acid. He don't have no lactic acid or oh, something, man. Doug, man, he'd run one, and then three weeks later, like, what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a trip, man. I but love he looks it. like I the Kenyans. It. Yeah. I went to the Boston one year. Okay. okay. And uh, I was walking through the thing, and I saw in the complex where they were had, had the host hotel. Right. I'm walking through, and I look in a bookstore, and I look in there, and I'm thinking, I wonder if that a child that everybody was gathered around this one guy. Okay. I'm thinking maybe it's a child chest prodigy because he looked to be about 13, <laughs> maybe about five, five, or five. He looked right, like a teenager, right, young, right. adolescent. And I looked a little closer. I say, no, no, that's Cosmos and Daddy. He had won. He had won the last two marathons, Boston's before that. This was the third one. He won that one. Wow. But he looked like about five, six. Maybe uh, 125 pounds. Wow. How and old the Kenyans, was about 30, 35. But he looked like he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Kenyans, uh, they, they look young, okay. relaxed, and they are typically on the shorter side with long legs. Okay, like they have they, long they legs. Torso is yeah. kind of short. Little short legs. torso, long legs. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> About 120 pounds. How you remember those? Those guys are running, man. Man, you can't, you can't, you can't mess with that. You know, some somebody that light. Yeah, we saw you know? at the crim. Yeah. We used to be up at the front. Okay. At the crim, you used to get if you had a, um, a time going in less than seven minutes a mile. Okay. You get seated in the top group. Okay. So we'd always be looking for that seven-minute mile pace. Right. Get in there. And Kenyans in there with that four-minute pace. And so we'd be up there warming up with the Kenyans. Oh, sweet, sweet. And so when the race started, we're right in there with the group. And we'd be talking to them, man, like we wanted, to, <laughs> like we just wanted them. What we going to do? What we going to do? And they say, I don't know. I feel pretty good today, you know. <laughs> and these guys would take off. Lou, it looked like a sprint. It looked like a sprint. And we would... We would stay somewhere near them, but then they would speed up. We said they started in the sprint and then speed up. And uh, one year was a guy from Eastern Michigan. I, I can't remember his name, but he was good at Eastern Michigan. Okay. okay. And um, distance runner. And he led the race. The race used to be televised on uh, Channel 56. Wow. They would show the crim, Channel 56, oh, the whole that race. Oh, was cool. The whole start, race? Start to end. Kind of like the Boston on yeah, 56. Yeah, on, on Channel 56. Yeah. And it was in there for years they did that. Okay. But we were watching this year on TV, and uh, we didn't see it. We were running the race, too, but uh, we didn't see it until after that night. You're looking at it on TV, and the people were running, and this guy from Eastern Michigan, he led into about mile five. Okay. About okay. mile five, a group of about 12 Kenyans <laughs> talking and laughing. They were talking and laughing, and they came by and was like, good job, good job, <laughs> and just ran right on by the guy. He, just was, he was like the um, pacer form. Huh? <laughs> it was like they weren't even concerned. They weren't even thinking about it. They weren't even thinking about it. Wow. I was, um, I was running, in fact, last uh, week at Belle Isle, and I saw one of my buddies. Okay. Who was with me back in the day? Oh, back in the day. Okay. Back in the day. Now, when you Cecil. say back in the day, back in the eighties or in 70s? the um, 
this would have been the late 70s. Late 70s, okay. And early 80s. I was running 244s, 245s, 248, 246, all those for my full marathons. And uh, and these groups, the guys I was running with, right. we were all right around in there. Okay. You know, okay. in the, the mid 240s. Right. Ron Ruffin burst out and ran a 239. Ooh. He was one of the fastest in the group. Okay. But I usually beat him in the marathon because I was a trainer. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna tell you about how I got into running yeah, because absolutely. I played volleyball, I played basketball, I played baseball, I played football. I played ping pong, pool, chess. I mean, whatever. I was I was a competitor. Right. right. But. In volleyball and baseball, where I was playing baseball on, on the team, okay. work team, we'd go around, we were playing in tournaments. I was a leadoff batter. They right. called me heart attack. <laughs> heart attack? What? How you get that name? Well, see, I would be in left field. I played left field, too. Okay. And the ball would come, and I would go in. And they're like, no, go back, go back. <laughs> Lou, Lou. And I would look up, and i say, uh-oh, and i turn around, and i run back. And then last minute, I'd reach up and catch the ball. Wow. Say, Says, you're giving us a heart attack, man. <laughs> and then, Lou, I was fast. Okay. I was not just distance running fast. I was regular. Sprint fast. Sprint fast because okay. I would line the team up and let's say, listen, I'll race everybody. You name the distance. And if you want a relay, set it up. I'll run against all you guys. Ooh, I love it. I was brash like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't cocky or anything, but, but just you like was, having you, you fun. You was a natural sprinter. I was an athlete. I was athlete, an athlete. Yeah. yeah, natural. I was fast. I wasn't sprinter fast. Okay. So in high school, I ran the, the hurdles. Okay. I could, the high hurdles? The high hurdles. Okay. I was fourth or fifth if you came to 100. Okay. So there's a lot of guys who beat me in 100. Right. But right. in football, I run wind sprints with you all day. Right. It's like wind sprints, let's go. You yeah, know? yeah. Everybody be trying to say, no, they no, hate no. That. They hate that. I said, let's do some more. Yeah. Regular football players can't stand doing that. <laughs> so I had good speed. But right. not outstanding speed. You had endurance, though. Tremendous endurance right. and athletic athleticism, you know? Right. Like I said, so I'd be playing baseball. I was a leadoff hitter. And uh, I'd hit the ball. I hit a single left field. i just keep on running. I didn't. I wouldn't even look. <laughs> I would turn first base and like, hold on. And then I'd run. <laughs> you didn't even look. I'd slide oh in the second. Oh and uh, they say, okay, that's all right, good. <laughs> Dang it. So that's that awesome. heart attack thing. Yeah, you so. call you heart attack. Giving them a heart attack. But in baseball and in volleyball, some days you would be killing the ball. And people were saying, you tearing the ball up, man. Right. And then next day you'd be hitting pop-ups. Right. And it's like you couldn't control it. Okay. It was like you've got to be relaxed and you got to be in your zone. Volleyball. Some days I would be killing the ball. And they'd be like, Mike, you killing my, you all right? Are you mad at somebody? <laughs> and I'd say, no, I'm just, I'm just feeling it. And you can't think it through. Right, right. But I got in, so I started running. And I started reading the literature. I started training. And um, I started seeing that the more you ran, the faster you got. What, what started you running, man? So I was playing baseball. We were in a tournament. Okay. Now, in the day I was at summer camp, and I was, uh, there were some guys who played soccer at Wayne State. Okay. And they were saying, let's go run. And I run with them. I, I was in shape. I, I run. I said, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Right. You went to Wayne State? No. This was, oh. uh, these, I went to um, Eastern Michigan. Okay. Graduated. I started at Michigan State. Okay. And I played some uh, football at Michigan State. Sweet. I was walk on. Okay. And uh, they had oh Lou. So I tell you how uh, how much an athlete I was back then. They had a thing you had to do before you got your equipment. You had to do uh, 
100 push-ups or maybe maybe 75 push-ups. Right. You had to run a quarter in such and such a time. Then you had to come back and do some chins. And I just said, well, what are the things you have to do? They said, well, most people get their equipment in a couple of weeks. I said, well, just give me the things you have to do. <laughs> I went and did that stuff the first day. You I said, no, I said well, give me, man. <laughs> I ain't got time for 75 that. push-ups, I'll do 80 right now, you know? So, no, I was always working out and, you know, in, the, in shape and stuff. Right. And I love sports. I love athletics. So I was a walk-on at, Mich- at Michigan State football okay. team. I, I nice. played state with them for a while. And, um, but then I got too fancy for school, you know, and right. I ended up, I, I dropped out of school because I was, I stopped going to class. I would just go in and take the test. Oh, I was, wow. I was smart. I'd go in and take the test and I was on the dean's list just going in and taking the test. Man. And so Lou, I said, I don't even need to go to school. I just study on my own. <laughs> I get me a guitar, oh, my take my money, get an apartment. I'll chill. Right. I'll be a musician. Okay, okay. But uh, my mom came up there, and she was heartbroken. She was looking around. She didn't even say anything. She just canceled the check I used to pay the stuff. Wow. And I had to get out of there. Wow. I came back, ended up getting married, and said, well, you know, I tried that. Let me try getting married. Let's see what that's like. So I got married to the girl I've been going with, and uh, she was at Eastern. She was further along than me. Okay. So I said, well, I'll go ahead to Eastern with her. Okay. I went on to Eastern and finished up my, my education. And so we've been married for 47 years. Man, that's she a was the cheer. She was the captain of the cheer team. 47 years. Almost 50 uh, years in three years. years. Man, you don't hear that nowadays, man. No, no. Well, not that many people that old. <laughs> Let alone being married in that. Old. Hey, to my listening audience, <laughs> this man, he's in top condition, top shape, got more energy than... Mostly anybody I know, to tell you the truth. And I, he, triathlete, he does triathlons. And oh. uh, we just had security come up to us. We got to get out. We over in the park. She about to lock it up. She like, look. She, she telling us, basically, y'all ain't got to go home, but y'all got to get out of here. Is, is that sound open? No, we see y'all as a matter of fact, yeah. Oh, uh, no, we good. We can we walk and talk. In the park. <laughs> we can walk and talk. We understand you got to get home, too. <laughs> That's what I love about this show. It's organic. Anything can happen, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, I've had, I had some, some cars go by us on some of my interviews, and they just backfire. Bam, bam, bam. You think somebody was shooting at us, man, in the interview. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was um. So that was my college experience. Um, I had some, I knew okay. some guys on the football team in Eastern Michigan. Right, right. And they were like, "Come on out and play, man. You know, we know you can make it." And I was saying, "Well, I'm married now. I'm I'm, I'm settling down." And at that time, I was weighing about 185. Okay. I was solid. I mean, I was right, about 185. Right. You were solid, though. And I told myself, I said, "Do I have time to be lifting weights and doing all that stuff?" Right. And I said, "Probably not." So I'm going to uh, stop doing that kind of thing. I'm going to start watching what I eat a little more closely, getting to some health foods. Okay. And I lost about 15 pounds. Went down to about 170. And I've been within, you know, about the same weight for the last, you know, 45, 50 years. 170, okay. I'm, I'm down to even 162 over the last wow. 8 or 10 years. You lose a little bit of power and strength. Okay. And so I've, I've lost a little bit of power. I'm trying to work on 
uh, always working on getting that back. So, um, all right. So, I'm lifting weights now. For the first 10, 15 years that I ran, I just used the strength that I had accumulated over the years. Over the years. So, all, all that, you was basically banking it. Yeah. You was banking. I be telling oh. people about banking stuff oh, for the oh, future. Yeah, we talking about putting it in the bank. Yeah. We talking about runs. We say most of these are just deposits. Right. See, when you race, now that's a withdrawal. How <laughs> <laughs> so, to get your withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. In fact, they say... One of my favorite sayings is that the people who are in the best shape are those that train for marathons and don't run them. That's a, that's a, that's awesome. Because you're just building. You're, you're just, just depositing. Depositing. Yeah. I have my team over the winter. We all try to uh, put in a lot of miles just building up a foundation because that foundation will carry you through the year. Okay. And then you can have that as you go forward. And so over the winter... We have a, a December challenge and a February challenge. We say run every day. And then I encourage you, you know, during the winter, let's just add lots of easy miles. Right, right. Lots right. of easy miles. Uh, Galloway's training is based on Lydiard. And Lydiard had a thing where he said he had his whole team, sprinters, hurdlers, everybody. Over the winter, they were building a foundation. So that's what you're going to do. And they would say, but, you know, Coach, I'm a, I'm a hurdler. He said, okay, you run 70 miles this week. <laughs> Get out there. And the whole idea is that your speed is built on your aerobic foundation. Your cardio? Yeah. If, you're, if your cardio is not right, you're not going to sprint but so long anyway. Right. Get your cardio right, then build your speed. You have a better foundation for going forward. So I build a training plan where we build foundation. We do foundation building a couple times a year. Um usually for like a spring race and then maybe a fall race okay so we do that but um going back to where we were talking about how i got in the running they called me heart attack playing baseball <laughs> well i had a guy who was on the team and lou this guy was amazing he could throw a curve a knuckleball that would jump in the air the knuckleball would jump in the air he would throw it it wouldn't even be hard he just tossed it to you, and the ball is jumping around For like real? it's got something in it. Now, now, this was amazing. So anyway. He didn't pay for the pros? No, no, no. He wasn't a real good athlete, but he could throw a knuckleball. Okay. And he was a very talented guy. He could, he was a singer, and, you know, and he was a writer. He did all kinds of different stuff. Right. But he wasn't, he wasn't an athlete. And so and this is part of the story because what happened, we're going to go this way now. So what happened is that me and this guy, Norm was his name, we worked together. Okay. And so we were playing in a tournament, and uh, between games it was a couple hours, and people were saying, well, let's take a nap, and other people were saying, well, I'm going to go shopping. None of that was appealing to me, and so Norm said, hey, let's go run around the thing. Oh. Uh, around the uh, play for weird out of the softball city. Right, right. So we went and ran around there and said, hey, that's not bad. Let's, let's do that again. We did that. Let's want to sit over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, <coughs> we ran around the softball city a couple of miles or something. We did it again. I said, that's nice, man. That's nice. And so, I said, I'm going to start. So, after a couple of weeks, I started running at home. I said, I'm going to run a few miles because I play basketball. Nice. I would go play basketball. You'd get cut up, man, you know, scratched. 
then you'd be out there and be these ball court lawyers, man. You'd be arguing. <laughs> so I I'm remember go them days, there, man. man. <laughs> I used to play over there on Davidson and um. Uh, Davidson and oh, Dexter. Man, Dexter, Jewish man. Yeah. Oh Lord, help you over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and so you'd be there for two or three hours. And you right. might you might play a couple games. Yeah. And then the game might not be good. You get somebody who's shooting all the time. Why? Why? Nobody's passing. Nobody's guarding people. Nah. <laughs> and so. I was saying that's not efficient. I started running, and my kids were starting to grow up. You know, right? Had young kids. I couldn't be gone three and four hours and then come back still frustrated. Right, right, no doubt. I got into this running thing. I said, man, I can go and get a workout in an hour, run five or six miles, be back home. You I'm good. good. Yeah. Half so the I time said, they don't miss you. Nice. <laughs> so I started doing that, and I told this guy Norm. I said, yeah, I'm running on my own, man. He said, this is not bad. Right. He said, okay, okay, so you are, huh? And so I came into work one morning and had a great big sign on the board. Stone versus Scott. Oh. King High School. Be there or be square. Six on the mile track? race. On the track. Oh, man. I said, no, I, I haven't run that far. And he said, I know. I said, okay, okay. And so I didn't know what to do, you know. And this is Norm. I told you he was talented, but he wasn't a real athlete. He was a little bit stocky, you know. And, right, right. You know, he he didn't look like he was supposed to beat you. Okay. And so, you know, if he beat you, it's worse because people saying, yeah, how did he beat you, you know? Right, right. No, so no. I go out there and I'm running with Norm, and we run together about three or four miles, and you know, I'm saying it's sort of easy. So I said, let me just pick it up, and I picked it up, and I was running on my last loop. There was a guy running quarters on the track. Okay. And I heard somebody coming. I'm on my last loop. I took off. And I beat the guy who was running quarters. Ooh. So Norm came back and says, Mike gonna not only beat me, it was a guy running sprints on the track. He called up with that guy and beat him. Dang. <laughs> so so I said, you know, that, that went away. And then about a month later, he had another sign on the board. Stone versus Scott. <laughs> 10 mile race Oh, I never run 10 miles oh. in my life at one okay. time never. I said no I never run that far he said I know <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Norm boy so I said okay we're on we go out there and I didn't know what to do okay I run. I ran with him for 2 or 3 miles I said this is easy I took off I took off and so after that, he didn't mess with me anymore. Oh, my goodness. But he came back and said, hey, let's run the marathon this year. Oh, wow. What year was this? This was the 77. 77. He said, let's run the marathon. Was that called the uh, Motor City Marathon? Free Press. Free Press. It was still free, free Press. press it was the first or second year of the Free Press. Oh, nice. Nice. And uh, I said, Norm, I've been reading the literature. And they said, you shouldn't do it until after you've been training at least a year, maybe a year and a half. And he said, uh, we don't need that. Let's do it. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and train. So I ran in 78. Okay. My first one was 313. Mm -hmm. You did a 313, your first marathon. My first one. My Dang. goal was 310 or something, so I didn't get you it. You was three minutes off your goal. That's awesome. But I was training. Right. I was a trainer. So, and so I got with, I saw with this running. Oh, so my, one of my first races was use, using hatchers out at Belle Isle, a okay, 10K. Okay. And so I got in that race, Lou, and I was looking around. I was saying, I think I can beat a lot of these people. It's, you know, it's kids. You right, know, right. People with strollers and ladies. <laughs> I'm saying, I, I said, I'm an athlete. I'm supposed to beat all these people. Man, I got in that race. Those people took off. They were running. <laughs> 
I was running. I'm saying, when are they going to slow down? <laughs> they weren't slowing they down. They weren't no joke. They weren't slowing down, You man. know what? That's what I love about runners. You can't just look at somebody and be like, you know what? I could beat them. And you get out there and be like, dang, they disappeared. I never seen them again. Man. Yes. Yeah, you can't, you can't tell. You can't tell. Man. But, uh. So after that, I said, okay, I see I got your train for this <laughs> train. Yeah. So my second one, I did a 308 in 79. In 79. And then next one was 256 Ooh, in like 80. You dumped over and got under that three I got under minute, three. three hour and mark. back then, you needed a 250 to qualify for Boston. Dang. So I went, I, and then after that, I went under 250. And I was under 250 how, for about 10 years. What age was that at for Boston? Been about 31, 32. 31, 32? At a 250? Man, that was interesting. It was, I don't think they had age gradations then. They it just was had like, one number. You're under 250 or don't come out here. Okay. So the first time I okay. in Boston, I thought it was about, I was number 800. And they gave you a number based on your seating. Okay. So I was number 800. Oh, that's how they did the bib number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um... I don't recall that there were any more than two or three thousand people. The entry fee was like twelve or fifteen dollars. That's all for Boston Marathon. Oh my goodness! For the Boston Marathon. Time has man. changed. Boston Marathon. <laughs> I did New York. New York cost me about two hundred and sixty-six dollars. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, Boston. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah, I've been back to Boston about six times now. Okay, six times, man. That's that's amazing. And uh, we go every time somebody new on the team qualifies. Okay. So I've I've qualified for Boston fifty times. So it's a lot of people that run lots of marathons. You say you qualify for Boston how many? Fifty times. Fifty, 50 times. times. Fifty times. It's a lot of people that run a lot of marathons. Right. And so they'd be saying, oh yeah, because I go with the mainly marathon people. I'm right. gonna tell you about right. that. Right. Right. But a lot of people have run, you know, two hundred and three hundred. But it's two hundred or three hundred and five hours, and you know, and six hours. Right. No, right. I've got I've got ninety four, but fifty are Boston qualifiers. There's only a few that are over four hours. So you've ran ninety four marathons, and fifty of those are Boston. That's Boston a, that's qualifier. that's awesome. And you know, a Boston choir qualifier is not is not easy. No, you, it ain't you, no joke, man. I'm trying. I, that's my goal right now is to qualify for Boston by 55. Yeah, I yeah. turn 50 next year. Okay, okay. So I what, said what within time that time, I, I need a, just a, a 330. Okay. And 330 will get me 330 is healthy. Yeah. You got, to, you got to work to get a 330. Got to work it. That's why I'm working it, working. I've been changed my diet, you know. But I'm, 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 oh. I'm taking um, mentorship, you know, listening to what you're saying about this. So I'm going to have to look that up, what you're telling me about. Now, the one thing that I, I tell my people is that, to a certain extent, the more miles you run, the faster you're going to be. The guy who's got the mar- the record for sub um, the fastest marathon under 70 up in Canada, Ed something, I can't remember his last name. He 70 runs, years old? 70 years old. Okay. He runs three and a half hours a day in the cemetery. Slow. Slow. Just long, slow miles. Right. Running slow, you can still train your fast twitch muscles because you you run so long that now your slow twitch muscles burn out and your fast twitch muscles have to kick in. So by running slow, you can still get fast if you're running enough miles. Now, if you're running 20 miles a week and you're running slow, that ain't gonna work. That's not gonna help you. 
So it's 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 a um it's a should I say formula to this thing. It's sort of a formula. Yeah, it's kind of but a formula. up to about 45, 40, 45 miles a week, the more you run, the faster you'll be. No matter how you run. Right. Now after you get over 50, 55, you gotta have that diversity, which generally speaking you wanna have anyway. Right. You know. So now, now my schedule, you know, I do a long run on the weekend. So, I do track so work. You should, you doing that this weekend, a long Kensington. run? Kensington. And you'll be doing how many 20-something? 26, 28 miles? Just 21 now. 21 now. I'm okay. still early. You're still early in the game. And then I've done... What's your next marathon? Six marathons this year. This year you got this six year. already? Yeah, I, had, I was doing one a month. Okay. So in January, I did Houston. February, I did Phoenix. Oh, I March. love Phoenix. I did Phoenix, you did, man. Did, did you do the one from the hill? I did. The Mesa. The Mesa. Yeah. Yeah, I did Mesa, man. That was an awesome You coming one. down the hill, man. Oh, you coming, you down, coming down, man. I, my legs, I wasn't, my shape Ooh. wasn't, my condition wasn't quite right. Yeah, you need that Ann Arbor Hills over there, man. I wasn't ready. I, my turnover wasn't high enough. Right, right. And so I had to lean back and stuff. Okay. My okay. turnover is getting there now. Okay. I was I thinking, it. man, about your cadence change. was yeah, a little yeah, slower. My okay. cadence wasn't high enough. Okay, too. man, I love it. I love it. That was nice. Yeah. Camp out with the campfires out man, there. Man, that was, <laughs> was it freezing in the morning? Oh, man, it man. was cold. For Phoenix, Arizona, I, I was man, one of the we coldest. Around them, Dude, fires. them fires was your friend. <laughs> Wait a minute, Lou, I found out later you could stay on the bus. Oh, heck you know. I didn't yeah. know you could stay on yeah. the bus, man. People were getting off the bus. I'll be late. Man, what we talk for my list for my list slap somebody. <laughs> Oh my goodness. For my listening audience, look, when you do the Phoenix Mesa Marathon, when you get to the starting line, they got these fires, just little barrels of fires all over the place. And it's dark outside. You can't see till they start. And then you see all these cactuses. But you in the desert and it's freezing. And you expecting you going to Phoenix and you think you you training, <laughs> saying, oh man, I'm training for it. This is winter. I don't know how it's going to be in Phoenix. It's going to be cold. That morning is going to be cold and it's going to heat up to maybe 60 degrees throughout the run <laughs> and they tell you you're on the top of a mountain they take you out to the and it's dark when it starts and my 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 night vision is not as good right. as it used to be i'm trying to follow somebody man <laughs> it's dark you can't see nothing you Ooh. get behind somebody with a light say i'm following him yeah yeah are you talking to the choir man I, and you they're know telling what? you stay away don't go into the say don't no, go out no, into no. the cactus no don't go into the they cactus they say don't go out there fooling with the animals and stuff out there <laughs> for real man they got some some stuff i don't want that was a nice adventure though man that was an awesome adventure i, I loved phoenix man that's funny you said that what else you do this year i did houston houston was january man my cousin just moved to houston i gotta do houston houston's one nice that houston's was nice, nice. Is, was that hilly or how was that uh no my moderate hills moderate, moderate hills. okay good and uh it was cold at the start it's cold at the start it was about oh look i was looking for somebody's jacket or something <laughs> i didn't want to be too obvious but I was saying, they, somebody's going to throw something away. I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> oh, my Man, goodness. I went out there with shorts. The wind was blowing. It was about 38. Ooh. You know, that's what jack us up on the East Coast. We think if we going down south or out west, it's going to be hot. And we get our feelings hurt and find out, man, it's cold here, too, in the morning. It was messed up. <laughs> you said 38 degrees. That's, after that's I got colder going, than the free It was press. okay. Man. Oh, it was cold. But it got up to 65. It was just okay. the first uh, 10 miles. Yeah, that, yeah, that first bit when the, before the sun come up. Yeah. 
After yeah. the sun come up, then you start feeling. So uh, March, I did North Carolina. Oh, okay. I did see. the. Uh, um, it's the estates. What's the biggest house in the country? The White House. <laughs> no, not the White House. Man. It's, it's not a, the White House. It's a plantation, a house, or something. Uh, <laughs> the Vandenberg's. Uh, okay. Biltmore. Biltmore Estates. Biltmore Estates. Okay. Marathon. The marathon is on the ground of the Biltmore. Of the Biltmore. Oh, on the ground. Man, that's some big ground. You don't go off the grounds. Wow. And they got more. <laughs> wow. And it's not like a whole bunch of loops. Okay. It's like a loop and a half. You're crossing rivers, man. You're on farms. You're going by pig styes. They've got, then you go by the house. You go by the big house. Oh, I'm going to have to do oh, this one. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I got to do this beautiful. one. It's hills. And the thing that got me is it had rocks. I, I strained <laughs> my ankle. You had a trail run, too. It had rocks, like gravel, loose gravel. Oh, loose gravel. Going down the hill. You're going down a steep hill on loose gravel. You can't hardly slow down. This oh, a little bit, man, that's a little a bit little, tight. A little, bit little tight. sketchy and here. This is like mile 17, 18. That you, okay. You get some of that stuff. Wow. But that was a nice run. That's right. I got second or third place. You know, so I how, did okay. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. How did you? How did you? What What started you with coaching the Stone Steppers? How did that all start up? Um, I don't know. We used to run together. I had a couple of running partners over the years. I had one in the health department for about eight years. We went to Boston a couple of times. Okay. Her name was Alberta, and she was, re I called her the long-distance runner. Okay. She wouldn't get started to about mile 10. <laughs> when we first started running, dude, the ironic thing is that she never had run 10 miles before. And I was saying, well, we're going to do 10, and gradually we do 8, and we do 12. Okay. We used to run after work every day. Okay. Every day, like 4 o'clock after work, and we'd do a long run on Tuesday. And she was into it. We were in the Galloway thing. We'd do 26, 28 miles on Tuesday. Right. And then on the weekend, I would do 16 miles. So you did, y'all was doing 28 miles on a on Tuesday. Tuesday. And Tuesday, we ran from uh, the health department down to Belle Isle a couple times around the island through downtown back to the health department. So we did that maybe every other Tuesday or something like that. Man. And then on the weekend, I'd be on my own. I would do 16. Okay. And so I was getting in a lot of miles then. You know, I was getting in. I was working long hours, but I had a computer job. And the beautiful thing is that I would start my backups at 4 o'clock. We'd go run for a couple hours. A long day, I'd be out there for three or four hours, come back, do some stuff. So I'm going to tell you one story about Alberta. She was so reliable. It's great to have a reliable running partner. Right. And so one day we were going to Boston this year, and it was like February, and it was a winter storm watch, about eight inches of snow. I was not feeling too well. I had a little, little cold coming on or something. Okay. So I didn't really want to run, but okay. we were scheduled for a Saturday run. This is pre-cell phone days, okay. so you don't have the right. instant communication you do now. Absolutely. So I said we had scheduled to meet Saturday, runner's world, total runner, out on Northwestern. Okay. We're supposed to run 20 miles. So it's all this snow. I only live a couple miles from the place. I said, well, I'll go over there. Alberta's probably not coming. <laughs> the snow, you know. I didn't even have my right clothes. I said, hey, she ain't coming. Man, I go over there. I'm outside Total Runner. As I pull up, she's already there. Dang. And so I said, well, Alberta, you know, it's a lot of snow. Maybe we just run five or 10 miles because snow, we can't even see where we're going. 
She said, we don't need to see. <laughs> she said, we got watches. Let's just run out an hour and a half and back an hour and a half. That'd be about 20 miles. That's what we usually take, right? I said, right. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctant, reluctantly, huh? Oh, my goodness. So we run out We run out um, Franklin Road, wherever it goes. Right. And, uh, For an hour, hour and, and a half. half. Turn around and come back. That was it. Man, that was amazing in them days. You just say, hey, we're going to go out this time, this time out, it's this time back. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we ran together for about uh, eight years. But I left that job at the health department. And then I was running up at, um, over the winter. At that time, I was running a little bit outside. But sometimes I go inside the valleys up on Northwestern there. And so oh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I used, to, I used to go to that valley. That valley was nice. Yeah. And so, Lou, on there, I would go in there to run like five or six miles. Right. And then the young guys would come out on the track and want to run fast. Okay, on that and I say, well, track. I yeah. run fast. I can run fast. Okay. I stay with them. Ooh. I would stay with them until they quit. I say, you finish? You gone? <laughs> and they say, yeah, I'm gone. I say, okay, I'll slow down now. <laughs> and I'd run. Then somebody else would come. And they say, let's go fast. I say, you want to go fast? Let's go fast. I would run with them. I say, you finished now? They say, I'm finished. I say, okay, go ahead. I'm going to run some more. They probably only did a I mile or two, huh? They would do a couple, three miles. Three and I had miles. one guy who wanted to run sprints. Okay. He said, let's run quarters. We'd run quarters, and then he would rest, and then he would come back and say, I'm ready again. I said, let's go. <laughs> Lou, I was running whatever you got. Whatever you got, I'm running it. Man, I love it. And love so it. I would get like 10 or 12 miles. Yeah. I'd be up there on a Tuesday and Wednesday, get 10 or 12 miles. i still get my long runs on the weekend. Okay. But um, it was a young girl up there running one day. I said, this girl's got good form. She can run. And so I started running with her a few times. She said, hey, we can, we can go out and run sometimes. So he said, we go out and run. And so she said, my auntie is faster than me. And I said, she's about 22 or something like that. And right, she was, right. looked like she was an athlete. She was a, I think she was like a, not a cheerleader, but a, a major red or something. Okay. Said, your auntie is faster than you. I said, call your auntie. Let's, let's get your auntie out there. Right. So she calls her auntie out and we go run. Auntie took off. I said, this lady, this lady can run. She was unconscious. She wasn't even looking back. Lou, I said, who is this? Well, that was Jackie Blair. Oh, that Auntie was Jackie. Auntie was Jackie Blair. Oh, my goodness. And so Jackie said, well, we got a little team. We come out, you come out and run with us. Okay. We run in Kensington. And so I went out to Kensington with them. And first I was put off because they'd go around Kensington. And then they would stop after going around. Right. And then they would be getting water and I wasn't used to stopping right, on a long right, run. Like, what's right. this, man? Let's go. They had, they had an aid station, huh? <laughs> so I started running with them, and that was Jackie and, and Bob. Okay. A guy named Bob and uh, Gina and uh, uh, Gwen and Boy, Courtney. And Courtney. What year was that? This had to be like mid 80s or so. Because I was working in the health department, okay. left there in 85. It was after I left and stopped running with Alberta about eight years. But then y'all started running races all of y'all together. Oh, we I had been racing all the time. Oh, you had, okay. Since 78, I'd been running a marathon every year. Right. And um, But they started doing 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff like that, didn't Yeah. Uh, then they came out like the late 80s, early 90s with the Michigan Runner Race Series. Okay. And the Michigan Runner Race Series, they had... On the best of times, the best of times, 
who had the best time in the 5K, the 10K, the 10 mile, oh, half marathon, in marathon Michigan. in Michigan. Okay. And they would have all the people That's by sweet. age group. That's sweet. And so we would be looking at them, Luke, we'd be saying, we going to Domino's Farms and run the 20K. It's not but about three twenty Ks that we gonna be on the best of times. Okay, so. okay, y'all was smart. Y'all found the race. No, really? nobody was in. <laughs> that was real smart. And they would, she would look at all the all the twenty Ks and get all the times and give you the best times. Okay. And so we were in top, you know, in our age group in anyway. Age group, yeah. Jackie was up there, you know. Gina was up there, and I was up there, and so we'd be looking for races. We'd be going all over the place. Ooh. <laughs> Man, that is awesome. With the best of times. Yeah. Man, that was that was a fun thing. That was thing. cool. The magazines. It's funny how now we just go on the internet and look up stuff. But back then they had magazines. She put she put that stuff together. Yeah. She would go and look up all those times. It was a lot of work back then. Yeah, it was a lot of work. We we got it. People, this this millennials, they got it so easy. They just press buttons. When is my next race? I got a choice of this, this, and this. Athlinks was uh, also would give you, um, now you can find all the Americans. Yeah, I love Athlinks. They, they track yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's so nice. It messed me up in one of my 5Ks, though. I, I, yeah. A bunch of us went off a course uh-huh. on one of my 5Ks. They gave us a faster time than what we really ran because uh, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't enough course marshals. <laughs> yeah, 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 that happens. That happens. Yeah. But yeah, so we started doing that, and after I started running with Bob and Jackie and Gina, we stayed together for about 10 years. Damon came in and Cora. Right. And uh, after that, we said, hey, why don't we have a group and a team and stuff like that? So Sweet. we organized, and we used to meet at the track. Yeah. And we still meet now, to, to this day, Oak Park Oak Track, Park tra- 530. Tuesday, 530, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tell your people, Tuesdays I'm and Thursdays, tell them, man. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now the Black Girls Run are coming out. Oh, and they so come out? We've got about 20 people that come well, this morning. I'm about 20 to, people I'm going to have there. to talk to some of the Black Men Run, at least on their days off. Oh, oh, I want to run. We want to run with them some of those evenings. That would be awesome. Yeah. You said a Wednesday evening or something would be good, or what? You, you pick the day because uh, we run Wednesday evenings downtown. Okay. Uh, Lori, Damon. Where y'all meet Kelton. at downtown? We meet over at the uh, Woodbridge Cafe. Woodbridge. Okay. Okay. About four o'clock, we run down to uh, Riverwalk. Yeah, that's the only thing about what you said. I'm gonna have to meet y'all down oh, here on oh. my off day. I know. Okay, and we start at four thirty sometimes. I told you, Lori works at the. Yeah, because I get off of work personally at four. And I know, and most people I know get off at between four or five. We'll, we'll wait, man. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to um, talk to the brothers, and we have to get us a good um, group run together with it. Um, Stone Steppers and um, yeah, Black Men yeah, Run, be fun. man. Yeah, be fun. Now we go to. Uh, we do the Senior Olympics too. In yeah. two weeks, we had the Senior Olympics. Okay. And so Tuesday after next. Where's that held at? Um, out in Rochester, basically. Okay. On Oakland uh, University's campus. Oh, nice. nice. And then uh, the track is at Rochester High, track work. Okay. So next, Tuesday after next, I got a 5K. Thursday after next is a 10K. Saturday after next is a triathlon. And Sunday after next Ooh. is a track meet. I'm going to run the 400, 800, the 1500, oh, and the high snap. jump. I'm throwing the high oh, jump. Oh, you going to do the Wait, high jump? Look, look, look. No, I'm looking at the high jump. These guys are trying to do the Texas roll, and they're jumping about three and a half or four feet or something. <laughs> I said, I can I can fall over that thing, and I'm going to jump there. And so I did it last year. Is that year. age group? All of those age oh, group. Oh, that is sweet. It's 50 and up. 
So that is everybody got to work toward it, brother. Oh, uh, next year I'll be eligible. We got a whole oh, and probably you can check. It's your year. It's your age at the end of the year. Okay. It's your age at the end of the year. So if your birthday hasn't come yet, my birthday is April next year. Okay. okay and I'll, so that's when I'll be fit next year. But um, so we qualify. So we've been doing that for about twelve years now. Yeah. We went out to Stanford, and when we went out to Stanford, it's about eight years ago. Okay. We went out there, and people were saying, "Where's this group come from?" We took about twenty people out there. <laughs> And we were tearing the stuff up. Woo. Jackie took two golds, two silvers. Well, Jackie was the main one tearing it up. Oh, yeah. Cora took some some medals. And this is 50 and over. This is 50 and over. That's sweet. And so uh, you ought to check out the track meet. It's okay. here. Rochester Hills is on Sunday after next. Okay. Like the 19th, the Sunday before the crim. Well, I want to make sure I'm up on that for next year as far as oh, the, man, you got, we, the web page or whatever. As soon as people get up. Yeah. Start getting that age. Yeah. We start saying you got to come to the track. Yeah, no doubt. So you be ready for this. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's fun, man. Oh, you got me. Excited. These people are sprinting, man. They're sprinting. They're running. <laughs> so yeah. So. Well, what age group are you in now? Sixty. I'm sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Man, you got three years. You're gonna jump over to the next age group. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing all right in this one. You did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all right in this, this one. How, how's this age group? Is it fast? You got a lot of fast cats. Um. I, in Michigan, I'll, I'll take second or third. Okay. But the people on the on that beat me are the people on my team. Tony, Tony Fleming. I don't know if you met Tony Fleming. How old is Tony? Tony Fleming, not Tony Hicks. Right. I know Tony Hicks. I'm Tony Facebook Fleming's friend. dark-skinned, lean guy. Okay. He was a national champion. For real. National champion, and they going for the record. In Michigan. In '65. Whoa. He's in '65 age group. He ran like a two. 40 or two no no 230 or something half mile half mile 230 no tony was a national champion man man he He was on no we were we on the track this morning doing halves and so damon is running when on the track damon is running like a three five three ten half okay i'm running like a 330 half right right um so I got some other people. There's a couple girls running with me running 3.30. Diana and Jackie. Jackie Blair would be running 3.20. Okay. Half. Jackie Blair was going for a national record. She's got the Michigan record. Okay. And then she won the national championship last year in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Next year, after we qualify, we're going to New Mexico. Oh, Albuquerque. Nice. Is where they are. Nice. So you get a little travel in. But when we went to Stanford, man... That campus was beautiful. It was it was laid out. And when you're running, they've got the big track meet thing up there. They got the pictures, you know. They the places are changing as you're running. Like Stone is on six. You oh, know? nice, nice. Like the, like, the, the like the horses, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So that was a beautiful campus. And so we were out there. We were running on the track. You know, we were running afterwards, running through town and stuff like that. Hung out, you know, go to the restaurant. Right. They have a good time out there. So you had to huff with us. You know, oh, we man. hang out. I, I, I but know. But you, have you been to a, you at the Quim party? Um, you, you know, I, did, I, I, I love the Quim party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did the shuffle at the Quim party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, you know, you know, oh, yeah. I love You know what? This year, I, I'm on call. I got um, Marquette uh, is the weekend before, and uh, I traded on call 
with one of the oh, oh look at guys, that. Look at so that. I yeah, can yeah, run yeah, that, no, and no, I, no, I got the I got the weekend of the crim. I gotta work. I'm mad about look it. Look at that. Look at that. Man. That but it's, it's all good though, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Marquette. The Marquette is the bomb. Yeah, but we're expanding the team here, and uh, we got new uniforms coming out. And, oh, nice! And we're getting ready to uh, up in your game. Uh, one of our ladies at the uh, the race down here, the race downtown Saturday. Okay. One of the ladies uh, broke an hour for the first time. Oh wow! And a lot of the black girls run had been on soft training programs. Okay. And so I'm. What do you mean by soft training program? You know the mileage been a little bit on the light side. Okay. They didn't have much speed work. Okay. So I'm talking to people about tempo runs. Right. They don't man, know what a tempo, tempo run, is. man, was my thing. I love tempo runs. Oh man, I used to leave the house. Man. Man, I was running tempo runs in the day. I had a five mile run. I was running about 32, 20, 32, 30. <laughs> I would leave the house smoking, yeah. and people would say, "You all right?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know. And Luke, they didn't have. They didn't have garments and stuff then. Right, I had a time right. You had, yeah. So when I got to you seven miles, yeah, you seven miles, and I knew my time. Right. I said, if I'm at, you know, 320 then, yeah. I'm on pace. Yeah, right. So I'm running from downtown one day, I tell you this episode, and I'm running from downtown. Right. I used to run back and forth to work. It was nine and a half miles. Okay. And I'd run to work, take the bus home, take the bus in and run home. Okay. So I did that every day one year. Okay. And um, so one year I was coming home. Not, and so that gave me my big mileage. My best marathons came during those years. Okay. So I'm running home one day. Right. Nine and a half miles. Wow. I see my mom down in Wayne State. She's in the car. Okay. So she blows the horn. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Hey, hey, Ma. Hey. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Over here. I said, hey, Ma. And I kept running. She said, hey, Mike. Mike. No, no. I said, hey, Ma. I'm trying to give you a ride. You <laughs> like, so, no, I'm trying to get my exercise in. She don't understand. No, I was on pace to set a PR. Oh. I would, every, about every three or four weeks, I go for a PR. Wow. Coming on this nine and a half mile route. I treat it like a tempo run. Okay. I'm smoking coming down Woodward. <laughs> and so I'm coming down there. I, I get home. I got the record. And I call and say, Mom, I saw you there when. She said, listen, I'm your mother. I said, when you see me, stop. And come and say, Ma, and give me a hug. <laughs> I say, Ma, you don't understand. <laughs> I was on a record pace. I was going to set a PR. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah, don't take it personal, Ma. You was in the zone. But those tempo runs, man, they set you up. I'm telling you, I had my Timex. I knew the times all back then when I ran the nine and a half miles. Right. I knew every half mile mark. Okay. I looked at the times. You knew exactly where to be at. Certain... Exactly where they were. Right. And I would look at the times. I'm making a middle image. Okay. So I'm like at the uh, new center at 2155. Right. Said 21. Oh, that's a net. And 55 is Lily. Lillian is caught in the net at the Fisher Building. Okay. Okay. So I've got my these mnemonics right, that I make up. Right. And so that's how I play around. And you was doing that the whole year. I'm doing so that. You knew. Yeah. I'm doing boom, boom, that. Boom, boom, boom. And so each time there'd be different times you'd have, but to, I would know 2155. That's faster than I've been here before. Right. I got a chance. Yeah. Let's push it. So. <laughs> so it's fun, man. It's been you a know challenge. What? These, these um garments changed the game, man. They did. They made life. You're so out in the easier. desert. You're in the desert. Say okay. <laughs> But yeah, the whole idea of running is such a great hobby. I'm getting ready to go to the Bahamas next week on a cruise. Awesome. 
I'll be running through there. I've, I've been running through Jamaica. I've run through Hawaii. Every time we go out of town, first thing I do is I go run six or eight miles. Okay, here's where the mall. Here's that's, this thing. That's here's what that I thing. do. I usually try to run before my wife get up. It's like, okay, it's six in the morning. I got a few hours to myself. I'm running before the family is up. Yeah. Now I get my wife to go out with me sometimes. Now that's amazing. So she'll, she'll go out and run a little bit, you know. And right. I'll swing back around. If it's uh, if I want to run long, I take her back and say, okay, I'm gonna run some more. Right, right. Um, you get the kids up, and then we go from there, kind of thing. So, yeah, that's that's awesome, fun, man. Just fun. That's, that's awesome. Man. A great hobby, man. And something you can continue to build on. I'm still setting PRs. Well, I'm trying to set PRs. They're not the same PRs. I'm not running the same time. Right, right. But now I get 100 marathons. After that, I'm gonna do the 50 states. Now right. I'm gonna do 10 Ironman. So I'm doing different things. That's it. You got to mix it up. I put my swimming in there. Keeping a you keeping a goal in front of you. Yeah. Your entire yeah. life. And you can just make some stuff up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, make up some I'll stuff. Say, let's see. I'm gonna have ten Ironmen, a hundred marathons, fifty Boston qualifiers. Now let's get fifty states. You yeah. know, let's let's try that's that. What, out. That's what I'm doing yeah. right now. You know what my mean? goal. I want to do a half or a full in you know all saying? fifty states. That's great. Yeah, and I've been enjoying it. Now, have you been to mainly marathons? Have you done this stuff? To, to which one? Mainly marathons. I did half, too. I did a half just now last month in um, it's a group. Kansas City. A group called Mainly Marathons. Okay. They have series of races. I just did Rhode Island and Connecticut four weeks ago, June 28th and 29th. Right, okay. Rhode Island and Connecticut, back-to-back. Back-to-back. Yeah. But they had like five or six back-to-back. Right. They had Rhode Island, Connecticut, Connecticut New Hampshire, Vermont. Vermont. I, they call heard, it I did hear about that. When you go, they have it set up on like a loop. A mile and a half, a two-mile loop. You run it 16, 12, 16 times, whatever. Okay. On that same day, they have a 50K, a marathon, half marathon, 10K, and a 5K. Okay. People are running different things. Right. It's on a loop. So as you run, you get to see the people back and forth. Right. So now... You get tired, it's your second marathon, you're on mile 15, hey, let me stop and talk to this lady, I've been seeing her, she's been waving <laughs> and smiling, everybody's friendly. Right, right. They're all runners. They all run. You stop, run with them, talk, you know, run with somebody else, they're going a little faster, they might slow down. Right. You know, it's real nice, um, real nice for just hanging out, chilling, it's almost like a, a running picnic or something. <laughs> We're going to run a marathon for the picnic, you know, right, come on out. Right. And then at the rest stops, man, they be selling, they be, they have uh, pancakes and M&M's. They selling them? Uh, not selling them. Oh, I'm about to say, I ain't got no money running. <laughs> <laughs> they be making waffles and all kind of oh, things. Oh, man, that sounds like, that's how, like Marquette 50, it, it, they have a, just a table spread of food yeah. every four to six miles, man. Oh, nice. So I spend like three to five minutes, you know, getting my eat on, then yeah. I head back out. Yeah. That's yeah. what I love about it. It's not really a that's race. That's how they do the It's awesome. an adventure. Yeah, yeah. It's an adventure, man. But these are like that in five or six days in a row. Right. And so you can get, instead of having to go back and forth all those times. Right. So I did three in a row. I did Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire last year. This year I did Rhode Island and Connecticut because I had the other states. But now last you year did, I did a full marathon in each one of them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Back to back. Back to back. So basically, you did a fifty miles. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> that's some ultra so, running right there. So yeah, that's just nice. Yeah, it's nice. You get it in. Yeah, quit. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. You know what? I might have to come on board with you. You got to check that out, man. Yeah. That's a real nice thing. The people are really nice. Yeah. So the same crew, they they got they drive up with their trailer, set everything up, and then at the end of the race, they say that to everybody's finished. Now they're heading for the next place. Wow. Set their tent up. Set their stuff up. And you get to the next state. Yeah. Man, that's a good adventure right there, man. So yeah, that's that's some of the stuff. Did you do that man. by yourself? You had a, some other other body with you? No, I, no, I haven't went there by myself. Okay. Nice, yeah. man. man, that's amazing, man. Wow, you got me just my head just turning like, oh man. Just, I've been trying to get some people to come out there with me, man. They, oh yeah, they, like, they scared. They scared. Yeah. <laughs> when you talking about doing back to back marathons, people are already crazy. thinking you crazy and then they doing tell one you, marathon. You're like, well, you can do that. No, 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 I can't do that. And Lou, that's the one, uh, one thing I need to emphasize. Go ahead. People are like, Mike, you can do that. You know, you're grown. You know, whatever. No, 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 no. They won't call me Iron Mike. Said, no, 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 no. I'm Cotton Mike. Said, no, it's hard. Every time is hard. When I line up for a marathon, I'm scared. Said, I'm scared. Some of you guys come out there, you all excited and eager. I know if you have a good day, it's going to be painful. You can have a good day. Now, don't have a bad day. Said, I'm scared. I've got respect for the event. But I tell you what, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. But I know what it takes. You know it's going to be some not pain easy. involved. It ain't no joke. It's not easy. It ain't no walk in the park. And you got to use your focus. And one other thing that I tell people is that you're going to feel bad at some point during that race. Yeah. You're going to have a great day. You're going to feel bad you're at some right. point. And, but then you can walk, go right through it. But you got to hold on. you got to have faith that you'll get over the bad feeling. Right, right. And you'll feel maybe not good, but uh, at least not bad. You feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? So, you, that's the uh, truth right there. So you got to hold on. You can't say, well, I feel bad. Let me slow down or stop because it could get worse and you can have a long way to go don't fool with that keep going keep going keep going your mind playing tricks on you <laughs> <laughs> it'll be better it'll be it's keep coming going. you gotta be better it's just like life you know you go through certain things in life hey you know and then you go through bad times but just just hold on it's gonna get better they had that song after you do all you can you yeah. just stand. Yeah, you do all you can. You done all you can. Just stand. Just stand. You ran all you could. <laughs> but the race is not over. The race ain't over. You keep running. Keep running. Stand. <laughs> run until you get to that finish line. And, and run over it. <laughs> well, I talked to him about that. I said, I don't want to see you sprinting to the finish line. Ah, yeah. That means you've been you walking. You should have been there. <laughs> you, you, you yeah, you're supposed to sprint somewhere else. You know what? I can't help it. Every time I see a finish line, I don't know what happened. My legs automatically just uh, start sprinting. You'll get there. Yeah. You, I mean, you'll get to that point where... <laughs> Man, what race was that? Chicago. I did Chicago last year. Uh-huh. And I was in... I was in... um Pain. You know how you get in there? I ran into Damien. That's what it was. Uh-huh. And then I looked to the side. I was like, thank you. Damien, he looking so excited. He was in pain too. I can tell. It, it helped me seeing him. I know it helped him. He finally picked it up. Like it, it, I can see the look on his face. I can't let Lucider to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked it all though. He got me, got me by a couple of blocks. Look like, but it was it, that that pain. 
it, you you and you need that focus, man. So I passed Damon. I talk about that. Damon doesn't have <laughs> the same kind of focus. He's much faster than I am. Right, right. But I passed him at the crimp. Right. At mile nine. Ooh, not nine. And then he's going. He's going to just take off after that. <laughs> like, what were you doing before? What were you doing at mile seven? Oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I passed him at the Volksloft at mile eleven. <laughs> and then he he passed me back. That day I could have passed him back because it was a longer race. Okay. Short race, I don't even see him. He's gone. <laughs> but I yeah. got to focus, and, and that's what you, for the long run, the focus can sometimes count more than the, than the outright speed. Yeah, yeah. You got that, to focus. That mind, be, being able to take your mind that those hours of running. You know, a lot of people mentally say... Those long, that's another thing those long runs give you. Right. You out there for four hours, three and a half, four hours, right. five hours. Yeah. Now you get in the race, oh, three, yeah. four hours. I'm used to that. After 50K, you come back, you are two marathons in a row, and now you're lining up for a race. Oh, just one? Exactly. <laughs> I remember I was running, matter of fact, it was, I believe it was um, Phoenix, and the lady says, you don't have any... Uh, Earphones, you running raw, and I don't think I got enough stuff in my head. I don't need no earphones. I'm trying to stay focused. It's a race. Yeah. You associate. Exactly. Disassociate and training. Those are two strategies: associate, disassociate. Disassociate help you train faster, but when you're in the race, you got to know what you're doing. You got to associate, and it gets hard, and you have to have some good associations too. It's not just saying, "Oh, I feel bad." saying oh my cadence is pretty good that's what let's think about that right. Keep my cadence up I think about lifting my feet am I lifting my feet fast every time they touch am I lifting my lift them okay let's focus on that are my shoulders forward so I do chi running too chi running is a whole thing where he talks about running form and I do breathing so I breathe every three or every five so now I'm thinking about that okay. so I got a whole host of things right Luke, when I swim a mile I'm counting my strokes man in the pool. I count all my strokes in the pool. So I count for every 200, every 100, and then I, re I re recycle back down and count back again. Oh, my goodness. So I got all that counted up. Okay. So it gives you something to think about right, while you're doing right. it. Right, Awesome. That's amazing, man. Sometimes I, I fool around in my steps and start counting my every fifth step. And I say, what am I counting for? I don't need to do that. What about your cycling? Uh, cycling? Cycling I'm working on, and uh, I cycle hard. And uh, cycling, I can't. Last triathlon I did, the guys with the teardrop helmets were passing me. It's because of the, the helmet was making them faster? Well, these are guys who are, they've got the teardrop helmets, they got the bikes to go with them, they got they, tri bikes. They, they got $10,000 of equipment. Yeah, they, and they they're, pay, they're they, rolling out. They pay for they're that speed, out. huh? But nobody else was passing me. Okay. I was rolling with the regular people. Right, right. I'm not with the teardrop guys yet. Yeah. And they are at a different, I was riding 23 miles an hour on the on the backside of Belle Isle. Okay. These guys are riding 26 and 27. Okay. The regular people, 23 was good for regular. Okay. But uh, the guys who are really riding, I got to do something yet. I can't figure out what I'm missing. I'm thinking how are these guys riding they so fast. It's the bike, but man. They, it's, some of it is the bike, and I'm looking at upgrading. Okay. I got a seven hundred dollar bike. Okay. That's five years old. See, they got five ten thousand dollar bikes. Oh yes, yeah. But, but you got to pay a lot, you know, to get. You don't know how much you're getting for that. Yeah. 
I still may not be able to ride 27, even with that bike. I still might be only 25. So, for my age group... You can sell your bike. I'm looking at beating the old guys, man, I'm telling you. And I want to be comfortable coming off the bike. Right. So, that's my focus now, is to get enough miles so I can be comfortable. Okay. Um, I did the Louisville Ironman. I got off the bike. I couldn't run. I had to walk for about two miles before I could take a step, man. Oh, wow. And so... Different muscle, huh? If my legs were, my whole body was worn out from the bike. It's 112 miles, and it was no stopping. Like, I ride 90 miles for my training rides. I get up to 90. But, you know, I might miss a light here or there, stop, eat something. I don't really stop a lot. But in here, it was no stopping. It was no no stopping. No stopping for lights or nothing. 112 miles. Wow. And uh, I did take a, um, I had to stop at the Portage Island at mile 60. I waited about 10 minutes. I got back on the bike. Were you I didn't fueling? feel the same. You, you, you get enough fuel in you? Yeah, I, ate, I, I I had too much fuel. That's why I had to stop. I okay. ate some peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> About mile 20, man. I was rolling on. I was doing good. Okay. The 2.4 mile swim, I aced it. Okay. My wife was there. She was expecting me to come out toward the back of the pack. Right, right. She said she looked up. I was coming out of the water. And then I was swimming. I could feel I was going in the water. Okay. I got into a zone, man. That's good. Only thing happened about the last quarter mile, I sprung. I pulled a muscle in my shoulder. Now I couldn't lift my arm. Ooh, so no. one arm was pulling, one arm was just dragging. Oh, <laughs> but but I wasn't slowing down. I was and you weren't slowing down. I was, I was limping with that. <laughs> you man. had a limp. I swim. couldn't lift it. I couldn't lift the elbow. Okay. So I had to swing it out. This other arm was pulling. <laughs> oh my goodness! If you could have seen it, man. Oh my goodness, man! But I got out the water feeling good. They took the wetsuit off. I ran over there and got on the bike. I'm out early. Okay. I'm out with early people, and I'm rolling out. It was just rolling hills. The wind was behind us. I oh. didn't realize it at the time. Okay. I'm feeling pretty good. I get out of peanut butter and jelly. They told me you got to eat. I ate a peanut butter and jelly. Soon as I finished eating my half sandwich, we turn, and we're looking up at a hill that goes on and on. And it was like that for the next 60 miles. Up this, there's nothing like that here. Right. Like mountains. No way. Not Man, in Michigan. We climbing that stuff. Luke. On a bicycle? Now I'm starting to get indigestion, you know. Oh. Then I say I got to stop, but there's no Port of Johns. Oh, Lord. Finally, I see one about mile 60. It was like one of the only stops on the course, and it's about 10 people lined up. I get out, and I'm standing in line, standing in line. Finally, get in there about 10 minutes later. I get back on the bike. I don't feel the same. I'm riding with people who were behind me. They're right. riding slower than right. I was riding. Right. Right. But now I can't. You couldn't get out I that couldn't zone. keep up. Okay. I got, I lost the, the, the touch I had. I think I probably, my legs is probably stiffened up a little bit from that stop. Okay. But, um, so anyway, I kept on going. And uh, we saw a sign said 32 miles to Louisville. And we're going directly into the wind, 32 miles into the wind. And I'm like, no, don't even tell me that. <laughs> I'm reaching the point where I can't lean down anymore. My back is tired. So I'm sitting up like this, riding into the wind, 32 miles. Oh people are passing me now. Now it's old people passing me. <laughs> Kids. Wait, when was this? This was uh, a couple years ago. Oh, my bit. goodness. Oh, my goodness. So... I got off the bike. I got in there. I didn't hardly want to come out for the run. Right. I'm slow. I was in the dressing room for 
30 or 40 minutes. You know, I get out on the run thinking I'm on. Now I can get him. I went to take a step. People are cheering. They're yelling, go, go get him, go get him. I couldn't run. I could not take a step running. Wow. I had to walk, walk, walk. And then I got about, you know, walk 10, 15 minutes. Now I said, try to run half a block. Okay. I run that. Okay, it's not too bad. Walk some more. Run a couple blocks. Right. Walk some more. I did that for 10 or 12 miles, maybe about five miles. Okay. Then I get into a groove. Now I'm starting to get tired. Okay. Now it's getting dark. Uh, now I got on sunglasses. Oh, my goodness. Because I didn't change glasses. I got on dark sunglasses. It's dark. We out in the park in Louisville, man. <laughs> I'm coming in. It's going on 10 o'clock. Okay. I got two hours, about 10 miles, 11 miles to go. Right. And then they're giving me stops. Okay, they're starting to cut people off the course. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I finally, I get downtown. I got about five miles to go. You got maybe 50 minutes. I say, well, maybe 60 minutes. Say five miles, 60 minutes? That's nothing. Ten minutes. I got some heavy shoes on. Oh, I'm trying man. to run. I'm feeling tired. I got to stop every now and then. I oh, run. My goodness. Now I got three miles to go. I got about 32 minutes. Oh, so you can I'm do that. You can, do, can it. do that. The guy came out and met me at the half mile mark. He said, you got four minutes to go. Ooh. We're running, man. I'm trying to run with this guy. I'm running. I finished at midnight in one second. Are you serious? Midnight. Everybody's screaming. Lou, they're screaming on both sides. It's up on the screen. I'm running in. I'm running. <laughs> midnight in one second. Wow. So they didn't give me an official time. It's midnight in one second. Goodness. And so Goodness. then the guy that came up, they gave me all my stuff. Here's your finisher. Here's your board. And the guy said, uh, wait here. He got me a wheelchair. I said, I got to go to Porter John. He took me over to Porter John. And so I hear my wife talking to the guy outside. The guy saying, I'm going to go get some more of his stuff. Uh, just wait here. And she said, he don't need this wheelchair. We're getting ready to go back to Detroit. <laughs> I'm hearing him. I get out and say, where's all my stuff? What's going on? <laughs> she said, we got to go back to Detroit. I got to be at work at 7. <laughs> we got to go. Oh, so Lou, I was going to contest it the next morning and say, listen, I lost 10 minutes at the Porter John stop. Right. Give me my, you know, give me official time. I lost 10 minutes. But I couldn't contest it because it was the next morning at 8. Oh, I got to go back. And then she drove for about an hour and said, okay, I'm tired. You got to drive. Oh, heck you no. Oh, man. I said, how are you tired? Uh, uh, she said it was a lot of work getting your bike, putting that in the car. I had to walk to the starting finish. <laughs> oh Lord! Help. I said, Beverly, help Do you Lord. know what I've done? <laughs> oh my goodness! See, this see. is one forty point six miles. You oh, know that? Oh my goodness! One hundred and forty point six miles. So, Woo so I'm going. I'm going to Chattanooga in September. Okay. I'm going back. I'm, I'm going, going back. Take care. Of this Redeem business. yourself. Yeah. And I'm going to try it's to get more miles on the bike. Stick. That's the hardest thing because bike can take a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, I'm not taking no peanut butter and jelly. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. And then I had some more sandwiches. I started to just throw them. <laughs> <laughs> I had loaded up, man. Hey, that took some seconds. That's no some weight, man. That was some weight. The peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, my goodness. It's funny because in Marquette, I had peanut butter and jelly. Really? They have it on the table, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I tell yeah. them bad boys up. Yeah. So that's that's how that went. Oh, so I'm man. going back, man. I'm going back. Well, man. But it's a real adventure, you know. And 
I encourage people, man, get out there. Man. There's so many things you can do. And then it's got tangents. Senior Olympics, distance, you know, sprints, short races. Yeah. Do, a, do some streaking. Hell Just yeah. Just run every day, you know, yeah, for I... 15 years. Do that, you know. That's it. Set some goals. Set some goals. Give you something to look forward to. Well, Mike, man, I appreciate your time, man. You had me cracking up. I love your stories, man. I know you got a million of them. We gonna have to do a part two with you, cause you got some interesting races. I you some, of the, some of the interesting races. Oh uh, yeah, we come. We definitely doing another. That, we huh? gonna do, definitely do a part two with you. Hey, you all from my listening audience. This has been a wonderful podcast. I really enjoyed this interview with Coach Michael Stone of the Stone Steppers. I just want you all to just know you can just get out there. You can run. You can swim. You can bike. Just get out the door. Breathe some air. Walk to the corner and see if you can go a little bit further. And this episode, I just want to say to you all, God loves you. And I do too.